Zish Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the host, the very talented goddess of food and writing, Ever Essence, Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine, and myself, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's This Bites uh, we're going to talk about some big news in the culinary world. The Oscars of culinary world, James Beard, announced they are canceling awards not only this year, but next year. We're getting into details about why they are canceling. And then uh, we got a couple of uh, interesting things happening in Milwaukee. Dan Dan's collaborating with the Chicago restaurant Duck Duck Goats and a uh, relatively new pizza pop-up called Brute. We're going to talk about them as well. But now we want to kick off a really interesting program and call the Milwaukee Independent Restaurant Coalition. Mm-hmm. This group was announced that they've been giving out, started giving out $1,000 relief grants to restaurants. Yeah, to help them make ends meet during the pandemic, which, you know, everybody, everybody's struggling and um, even a, a little bit's going to help, you know? Mm-hmm. And they've been, uh, I guess, funding this these grants through T-shirt sales and donations from the public. I was just reading on their website, they want to provide livable wages for all workers, career advance opportunities, diverse and equitable employment, safe and healthy workplaces, including paid sick days and access to affordable health care, environmental sustainability, collaborative networking to support workers, managers, and owners alike. And at the end, they go, one common goal, MKE Strong. So this is really a great initiative. Yeah. And what we're hearing is that they've got enough cash right now to award 10 relief grants. Um, Okay. And they're accepting the first application September 1st through 5th at its website. So, and then they choose them, uh, choose the recipients randomly. And they have some really cool merch too. They have like face masks, three pack. They have an embroidered backpack, iPhone case, embroidered beanie. The beanie's kind of nice. Yeah. And and they have a trucker cap for you because I know you're like, you know. Yeah, I'm all about that. And I think you can pull it off. You have it a little tilted to the left. I can see you with a little plaid shirt on and your little jeans. Mm -hmm. Walking around, reviewing restaurants. I kind of gave away your identity now. So people, all the restaurants will be looking for uh, a a woman with a (laughs) trucker hat. You let them know my look and now I'm, I'm screwed. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation uh, about big news about the James Beard Awards, and it's not good news. So we'll be right back. Radio Milwaukee is on a mission, and if you're here to discover new perspectives on music in Milwaukee, then you're on a mission too. Join today to support the programming you love. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart. Now we're back on this bites and Christian wearing her trucker hat <laughs> and, and me, DJ Tariq, uh, bald. You might benefit from a trucker cap. No, no. Um, I'm not cool. Like you, Anne. Oh. I am not cool. Uh, I can't pull it off. You can't pull so. off that trucker cap. Okay. Nah, not me. I, I'm not stylish like you. Anne. Well, you know, it's all about the attitude, Tariq. <laughs> Uh, and in all seriousness, um, James Beard came out earlier this week 
uh, with a big, huge announcement and major publications across the country covered it. And what is that, Ann? Uh, well, that they have canceled this year's awards and they're going to forego next year's awards as well. Um, and w- the reason being, and all going into this, is um, some various things have gone on. So several of the award, award nominees have withdrew themselves from consideration for quote-unquote personal reasons. Um, and that's what the foundation has said. Um, two of them are um, squirrels, Jessica Coslow, and, and we we know about you know we've read stories about her backlash, you know, for certain mm-hmm. you know moldy jam, um, among other things, um, and also um, uh, Paul Bartolotta of Milwaukee's Bartolotta Restaurants Group. He just he withdrew his name as well. Um, there have been also, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, other, um, allegations and accusations that have, that have gone on as well. Um, there's no, there's no black, uh, winners at all. Um, none, none. none. Yep. And, um, um, you know, uh, in this story in Eater, you know, actually really details a lot of this, um, uh, you know, that in the wake of the George Floyd protests and a broader movement confronting anti-Black violence and racial injustices, um, the restaurant industry has had its own problems, a lot of its own problems, and employees speaking out about um, practices that have been, you know, kind of brushed under the rug or dismissed as part of kitchen culture. And we've heard about this in the past, women in the kitchen. Um, yes. So sexual harassment, unequal treatment, bullying, all of those things have come out in the last few years. So, um, but, you know, as I mentioned, not having any black winners in any of the 23 categories is huge. That's just, I, it's shocking. And that includes um, Dane Baldwin of the Diplomat here. He made it to the semifinalists, but. Didn't make to to the final cut. And, you know, in the past, they've been criticized for, you know, praising and giving giving awards to high profile white men. It might have something to do. I mean, this is not this is the maybe it's how they pick the judges. Right. Yeah. Um, since this is kind of a judge, it's not like the James Beard people who work there pick the winners. It's the judges. Exactly. Right. And it's kind of like they're probably the same thing since the James Beard is considered like the Oscars. The same reason with the Oscars, the judging, if the judges are not representative of the community, then they're going to pick people that look like them. Right. And, and they're not, and most of those judges are not going to go to a black neighborhood or a Latino neighborhood to try some amazing food that might be worthy of a James Beard award. Right. Yeah. There were some exceptions. You know, Jonathan gold was a, 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 a definitely a supporter, a proponent of, of immigrant cuisines and uh, minority cuisines um, in his reviews. But, I mean, I think it, you know, James Beard, it's good that James Beard realizes that they need to do better and they need to take a pause, not only this year pause, next year's pause to look at themselves and give the industry a chance to reckon with their own issues, whether it's sexual assault, harassment, racism. And I've seen a lot of stories about black chefs now popping up about their experience in restaurants all the way from San Francisco to New York. And you think about it. Um, Michael Twitty and others mentioned how much black people contribute to the American culinary scene across the country. Right. 
and the fact that they're not being recognized in an, in an event like the James Beard says a lot, especially when there's none, exactly. none of the 23 categories. Um, but that said, I don't know. I mean, plus, you know, you add a pandemic when most of the restaurants are suffering anyway, <laughs> add that to the mix. Winning a war would be kind of bittersweet since a lot of these restaurants are closing on top of that. So you add the pandemic to these issues and yeah, I think James Beard personally, I think they made a good call um, to just, you know what? It's not the time to really, we need to focus on serious issues, um, especially what's going on now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's um, good on them, at least in my opinion. I agree. 100%. Um, let's talk about something a little closer, a little more positive. <laughs> let's close out with some positivity. How about yeah. that? Um, Dan Dan, uh, has collaborated with the Chicago restaurant Duck Duck Goat, with, uh, some takeout meal kits, and they'll be uh, available tomorrow from one to three. So I don't know if they still have available ones now. When we say when we're talking about this, so they might be sold out. I don't know. We'll post links over at our website. Um, but the menu includes for two, which I think that's, you know, what about the single people, lonely people out here? I think there's a, yeah. I think there's a, a discrimination against people who are alone. <laughs> I mean, I think that needs to stop. Yeah. It's, it's kind of sad when I see two for two and I'm just like, oh, okay. Not for me. I know. But anyway, uh, the menu includes duck, duck, goats, merchant, seafood, shrimp, and farm veggie slap noodles. Beef and bone marrow pot stickers, Dan Dan's tomato and kohlrabi salad with silken tofu, charred scallion, and mustard greens, duck, duck, goats, mango, coconut dessert, and almond cookies. Um, each kit includes dinner for two uh, with cooking instructions and access to live cooking videos. It sounds delicious. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, and it's not for me. Cause I'm single. Right. So well, it's not me for me either. I'm single as well, Tariq. So there, so, yeah. Thanks Dan, Dan. Anyway, um, gotta have a little fun, you know, gotta be distracted sometimes with a little humor. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just, we're just having fun there. Cause we're, we're actually really jealous that, you know, we're not two people, you know, we're one. So, and there's uh, a lot of pizza pop-ups happening in Milwaukee over the last few weeks and months. Yeah. Of course, uh, we mentioned last week about Flower Girl and the Flame that recently had a pop-up at Alice's Garden yesterday. Um, then, of course, uh, the guys over at Mer- Mer- Merriment Social and Third Coast Provisions, their new pop, their new pizza thing, Flower Child, they were having pop-ups for a while. And now there is a place called Brute that's been doing pop-ups at West Alice Farmer's Market and Donut Monster. And uh, they offer several types of pizzas. But uh, before I mention the pizzas, they have some connection to Ardent. Isn't that right, Ann? Yeah. Um, the chefs that own it, um, Paris and Jackie, um, both were chefs at Ardent Restaurant. And Jackie, um, that is Jackie Woods, he's one of the owners of Donut Monster in Whitefish Bay. And uh, they have their papas, again, I said, West Alice Farmer's Market. and um, They've been at a lot of them. A lot of them. The, yeah. the farmer's markets, yeah. But also a Donut Monster, which, as you said, one of them runs. Yeah. Uh, they do it on Sunday nights. You can pre-order for a pickup at Donut Monster. But they have several pizzas you can get. They have the PPPPPPP, yeah, four piece. Uh, pepperoni, peppers, pepper dew, which I love those peppers, those little red, yes. just 
the delectable. Oh man, those are great. I, I feel like they complement pepperoni so well. Pleasant Ridge. Um, they have a margarita with a classic with roasted cherry tomatoes, mozzarella and basil, three cheese, mozzarella, Pleasant Ridge, Parmesan, the chef's pizza, anchovy, which anchovies are fantastic, by the way. They're great right? on people, a pizza. People, we'll say that. people sleep on anchovy. Anchovies are like a flavor bomb in anything you make. Yeah. Because it just dissolves away and it's great. Um, but that has uh, anchovy, garlic, and magic brush. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? I don't. I, I, I've seen hmm. that on their menu and I've been so curious what that means. Hmm. Magic brush. Anyway, and they also have a pizza of a day, which changes. And they also have Parmesan garlic bites as well. Yeah. So uh, we'll post details about, like, if you want to uh, interested in, in finding more about Brute's uh, we'll post all the details at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash thisbites. Finally, since we didn't really have a lot to talk about, I, 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 I kind of, you know, Ann and I are big video gamers. And, um, we are. I thought, yeah. I, I thought I'd share, or like, you know, people, when they think of video games, right, they think of like, you know, Doom or Animal Crossing or yeah, like, you know, Fortnite, those games. But like video games are like... There are a lot of creative, innovative games that do some really cool stuff beyond what most people think. And there's a new game that finally came out officially called Chef, the restaurant tycoon management game. Uh-huh. And if you ever wanted to have your own restaurant and manage your own restaurant, this is your opportunity to do that and see how like stressful and tough it is without the, the, the worry of really losing money. Only money you lose is the cost of the game. So... Gives you opportunity. So, Chef is a restaurant management game, which you create your own character, acquire supreme cooking skills, customize the restaurant, the look of the restaurant, design unique menus, and even create your own recipes with a realistic editor. So, I just read that from the description. Um, it's only available on PCs because you know PlayStation and Xbox and consoles are for kids. Real gaming is for PC people like myself. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna get, we're gonna get emails from all those console listeners, all those gamers that listen to us. But um, yeah, there's many, many of them. It's really cool looking. I I think I might just purchase. Not that it doesn't cost that much. It's like less than uh, twenty bucks. Um, so you do everything, and and like, so I'm gonna read some of the features, which is like, I don't know. Um, again, you create your own chef. Uh, you have skills trees. You develop different skills in cooking. I don't know what kind of skills there are. Um, so you basically, also in the management design, you choose the restaurant location, the location of your restaurant. You hire the staff. So you manage the staff as well. So it's like a real, it's like The Sims, if you remember that game, but for restaurants. Oh yeah, that game, sure. And you determine restaurant policies. So you even determine the policies in the restaurant. So you can choose from over 150 different variations of floors and walls. I'm talking about restaurants and over 200 appliance and decoration that can be individually placed and colored. Um, and I heard they actually use like realistic things that restaurants use, like brands and stuff. But I can't quote that. Um, there's also a recipe editor. So you develop recipe, use the skills and ingredients at your disposal to create one-of-a-kind dishes that are actually rated by taste and aroma, which... I don't know how they do that in a game, but and then you choose your own cooking style. So you can specialize meat, seafood, vegetarian, or vegan. So you have a vegan restaurant. Hmm. Vast selection of spicy or exotic dishes. Um, so it's available on PC only. Um, 
I'm just looking at the graphics. They're kind of cute graphics. You know, I'm looking at the restaurant. So we'll post a trailer and links to that if you're interested in that game, if you want to play restaurant. And, you know, I don't know. I, I thought it looked cool. thought I'd share it. Well, you know, I am, I've, I've, you know, I know everything I do about gaming through you, Tariq. You are, have been the, my master. <laughs> You've taught me everything I know. See, it'd be kind of cool. I don't, I don't think it's a multiplayer, but amazing. It'd be great. It was like, you know, how Fortnite's like an online, you play other people. Imagine it become like this online world where people can be customers or chef. You compete with other restaurants with real people and business. That'd be kind of full, kind of like an online, you know, competition with other people, other players to compete. And you can be, or I can go into a customer and, and rate the restaurants and, and I have like real Yelp reviews, <laughs> you know, take it to the next level. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, so I thought I'd share that in the end of the series. So if you're looking for something to do this weekend and you have a computer and, you know. Well, that wraps up This Bites. This Bites is headed by Kenny Perez. <laughs> Handcrafted sign inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance. And of course, generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash ThisBytes on iTunes, NPR, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback is important, so please rate and review nicely and politely. I mean, they literally rate us, right? Yeah, they rate us. And as always, and stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold, especially during these hot days. Hot days, or keep the Malort ice cream frozen. Thank courtesy of Purple There you go. (laughs) You have a great weekend. You too.